0: This is Lauren. This is Trey. And this is The Partnership Podcast. On this week's episode, we talk about the difference between love and cathexis. We'll give you the definition. Just, just stay tuned. Lauren touches on the drama triangle. And me and the babe, we talk about a couple of disagreements that we had this week. And we're, just getting, we're getting tighter and tighter at getting back to baseline. Thank you.
1: I'm like, it's to you, you, yeah, court. I just, I noticed it on the last one. I think it it's because you made yourself smaller. And
0: I think I'm, yeah. Anyway, it was just it's cute. a beautiful frame for both of us. We'll see if it, we'll you see know if it what? works out.
1: We have yet to have a complaint. Audience, yeah, do you have a complaint? Yeah, no one has said, ooh. I noticed that Lauren Mm -hmm. was bigger in the last frame. Yeah, this isn't film school. Or Tree was bigger in the film. No, I don't think that's why we have an audience. Good morning, my baby. Good morning, honey. How's it feeling to do these on Tuesday?
0: Great. Yeah. I like it a lot. Like waking up and then going right into a pod. These are like, these are fun at this point. Mm -hmm. Where like the technical Mm -hmm. stuff, Mm -hmm. we're kind of, I'm I'm beyond like it being curveballs. Cool. Okay. And then the curveballs I can. I can hit now. So mm. how's it feel for you doing on Tuesday Way mornings? Way use like a
1: little baseball analogy.
0: How's it feel for you Tuesday mornings?
1: Better, better. I, you know, one of the things I did on my little like workcation this past week was really look at my time, like do a lot of time blocking. And I just, yeah.
0: You trying not to cry? No, oh. not this early.
1: <laughs> no, I just, I could work seven days a week.
0: Mm-hmm. Seven days a
1: week, I feel um, and I just have to watch that. So anyway, I just this adds another day to my work week because I work Wednesday through Sunday, and so I don't know.
0: Yeah, do you want to share about your meeting with your your CEO, <laughs> your CFO, and am I leaving anyone else? Uh, the COO and the COO. Yeah. tell me about your meeting with.
1: Yeah, so I was supposed to be out of town this even today. I should have come back today. And it got postponed to the fall. Totally fine. One of the things I have learned in business is you must remain flexible when you're trying something for the first time. You must, you must. It is not a failure. It is a, ooh, okay, we learned and now we're doing it then. So a piece of it's of my teaching is still happening virtually tomorrow. Anyway, so since it got canceled, I was like, what if I kind of don't tell anyone that I'm still here? And I don't see clients. I keep these days that I wasn't supposed to see clients anyway and just have like, yeah, meetings with my chief financial officer, my chief executive officer, my chief operating officer about the future of sex ed for you. And so I did. I spent literally all day Thursday and all day Friday. And I don't know if it's my theater background. I don't know what it is. But I literally can pose a question to the CFO and then the CFO me can put like my money hat on. Like, okay, well, how does this look financially? Like, what are the numbers? I can crunch numbers. And then I can let the chief executive officer come in and do a little vision planning. Like, well, but this is where we want to be. And then the chief operating officer comes in and is like, okay, okay. I hear you both. How are we going to get there? (laughs) It's literally, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And I have the most fun. Yeah. A friend of mine passed by on Thursday evening, my last stop. I kind of just took myself. I'm very... Space matters a lot to me where I am and so I kind of just took myself around our small fair city To where my body was drawn for different parts of the day and I ended up on our main street And someone passed me and sent me a text that was like, are you okay? (laughs) So cute. I was like, yeah, I'm just making huge decisions
0: Is is someone big picture and then someone's practicality uh as uh far as the team?
1: Uh CEO is big picture. COO is very like practicality Cool and very much invested in my well-being. And it's neat. I have these different voices in my head that are – and so that's what I'm talking about. The COO was very concerned that there's not enough space. Like, there's just not enough margin in my weeks. And so, yeah, where's that going to come in? So then we did a lot of, like, well, could I do client homework emails here and there instead of saving them for Sunday? Like, could I truly have a Sunday, Sunday and Monday, and then it's okay to work on Tuesday?
0: That's your mastermind group. That's a uh, Dale Carnegie practice, I think.
1: Does he do that? Like in, in How to Win Friends, he does it like in his own head?
0: That's Andrew Carnegie and then Dale Carnegie. I can't think of the book offhand. Oh, Think and Grow Rich, oh. where you meet with your mastermind group. And it's literally that where he goes into like... You could take historical figures. Mm-hmm. So I think he had Lincoln oh, in yeah,
1: his. Yeah. So you have like
0: archetypes yes. in, in essence. Yeah. And uh you you literally you sit down and you kind of imagine a conversation and you mm-hmm. meditate and mm-hmm. it's that's really cool, babe.
1: Yeah, these folks definitely one of the practices I did to heal kind of like childhood wounds was developing nurturing voices in my head of people in male bodies, people in female bodies who have have truly nurtured my growth. And so whether they know it or not, these people are kind of the embodiments of these CEO, CFO, and COO.
0: Are these people real or are they imaginary?
1: Um, they're kind of my, they're the CFO, CEO, and CEO CO, are c- conglomerations of several people I know.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah. that's really neat.
1: Though. I don't think I'm doing it like even
0: consciously anymore.
1: It's almost subconscious.
0: What about the people nurturing you?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying is they that very much is who the CEO is.
0: Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's like a grouping of people who want my well-being and the flourishing of sex life for you. Um, yeah, and I've also, I've just been reading this book for Hemlock, shout out, my monthly membership club that costs $10 a month. That is called All About Love, and I want to talk about that a little bit more today too, but... She has a whole section on work and is like, basically, if we succeed without having done the internal work to not fuel our push forward by hatred of self, right? Like, well, I'm just scum, so I better succeed, right? Like, success is the only marker of, of like, thriving. Or like,
0: or, I'm going to prove them wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. Or like, if I don't succeed, I'm nothing.
0: Okay. Um, I get that.
1: if we haven't done that work, what is it all for? and you and I've kind of said this before like we are so wealthy because time right mm. we we can structure our time, which is a tremendous sign of wealth and um how beautiful and I don't know our laughter is wealth our our peace is wealth so anyway it was
0: and specifically, we can both – we both generate money, like, virtually, mm-hmm. where I, I work online, mm-hmm. so I need, like, a Wi-Fi connection. Mm-hmm. And then f- for the better part of it, you do the same thing. You yeah. do have your, your IPs, your in but for
1: – And I would say to me, it's not even that as much as the wealth comes – the wealth it's not tremendous wealth. The But I like saying it is wealth because I think it also breaks curses around, like – like being uncomfortable with that word, I don't want to be uncomfortable with that word. It sure. generates well, beautiful income. Yeah, yeah,
0: everybody has a different definition of wealth. Yeah, too.
1: yeah, through something I love.
0: Yeah, and, and we don't have bosses. Like no, we're our boss.
1: Yeah, and and that's not for everybody, right? I think also reading this book has been fascinating because you know there's that saying like love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life, and I don't really agree with all of that set saying. Oh, you're work. Yeah. I I love to work.
0: you hate some days, too. I
1: love this work. And she talks about how some people need to love their work. Some people need to work to have more time for the things they love. Cool. And I was like, oh, that's kind of my baby some days. Like, just neat for us all to figure that out. So anyway, that was a long rambling. But yeah. Not I had a, ramble. a really, I had Not a, a really ramble. Thank you for sharing um, that. Beautiful, beautiful weekend. And yeah, put some boundaries up that will help... Yeah, me care for myself and therefore care for the business better, and sent out a huge email yesterday to all of my email list and just got cool responses back from my clients already. And I just thought, like, this should be a sign of no, you're doing you know you're doing a good job when your own clients write back like, hell yeah, boundaries. And it was scary to send that email. <laughs> it out, was yeah. so scary because um, it mentioned price increases. Mm-hmm. It mentioned you know cancellation fees. It mentioned yeah, just some like things. Mm-hmm. So. But there's a saying, like, the only people who aren't going to like your boundaries are the people who never respected them to begin with.
0: Mm, yeah, I get that.
1: Yeah, so, anyway. Um, one of the other things, are you good if we just kind of move into Heck something yeah. that's been fascinating me? Heck yes. Heck yeah. That I've been reading about is this term as an alternate to the word love that is called cathect. Had you ever heard this term?
0: Cathect. How do you spell it?
1: C-A-T-H-E-C-T.
0: Definition, please. Definition. Word of origin. Verb. Place of origin. To
1: invest with mental or emotional energy, right? And then there's this one, cathexis, which I was also looking at. The investment of mental or emotional energy in a person, object of, or idea. Cathexis.
0: Cathexis. Yes. Had we you... have cathexis for our cat. Yes. Correct sentence.
1: Correct sentence. Yay. Yeah. Had you ever heard of this term? Mm-mm. And the reason it came up is that this author, Bell Hooks, was saying that many of us say, and you and I had literally said this last week because we were talking about families of origin and things like this, we will say, yeah, yeah, all this happened, but he loved me very much, she loved me very much regarding parents.
0: Specifically, we were talking about our parents.
1: We were talking about our parents. Yeah. No joke. We had just said this. Yeah. Okay. This author argues that we conflate that simple word love with abusive love very often, abusive action, right? Whether it's verbal, emotional, physical, mental, financial, okay? We use that word love so flippantly that as we grow, we have no proper definition or understanding of the word love. And so therefore, we go out into this world, all of these humans, without an understanding that no, what we were often provided in our homes actually wasn't a good example of love. It was a good example of cathexis, beautiful example of emotional investment, of care. She says that. So if somebody can't wrap their mind around cathect or cathexis, like I can't still care was the other word she used, right? Like our parents cared about us. Mm -hmm. But there were many times where they did not exemplify love. In my experience, so much of the quote, love that I was given was based upon fundamental religion. Um, and so it was odd. I'm also reading this book called Leaving the Fold that's blowing, blowing my mind. And it was like, you know, the real thing that was important was my long-lasting relationship with Jesus. So if they, they would like spank me with a belt and say, this hurts me more than it hurts you, these types of phrases, which my little brain conflated with love, right? So then Lauren goes on to marry a gay man who does not care for her. And he would say things, I kid you not, in the middle of a parasomnia that would be like, if it feels that way for you, imagine how it feels for me. And what did my brain do? Ah, connected it with what I thought was love. And this has just been blowing my mind.
0: Okay. Fuck.
1: Of, no.
0: Is there, I'll say the same thing where, My mom did a lot of fucked up shit, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but I also, I button that with, but she loved me.
1: So often, honey, you say that, I think, like,
0: weekly. So it's almost like a default, where, yeah, she did a lot of things that cared and loved for me, but then she did a lot of things that you shouldn't do to a child. I got, I never got hit, but I got threatened to be hit, and then I just got, I got verbally abused. So much verbal abuse. So that was a thing, and then... My whole thing was to avoid getting punished, which, you know, turned me into kind of a deceitful little fucker where I'd... Honey, this what?
1: book literally goes on to say that in the next chapter. Okay. Is that that's what that leads to.
0: Because I didn't, I, I avoided, I, I would grab my report card or I would I would do all these things to avoid the punishment. Not, not to solve, not to not do the thing in the first place, but to avoid the punishment of yes. being just yelled at right so so now and then when i go when i go to a place of huh that's wow this is fucking interesting where i'll scream at myself but i don't scream at other people i'll no. actually shut down and get quiet because i don't want to repeat that pattern and i know how damaging it can be to relationships to because i i have rage in me but i i, I point it right itself i don't I don't direct rage out to other people.
1: Huh. And what do I do?
0: You go to like, it's my fault. Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. <laughs> right? I was like, Whoa. Yeah, because you'll
0: default. If I'm mad about something that has nothing to do with you, you'll default to like, it's my fault. Just yeah. And then it's you. like, no, babe, I'm. I'm going through my shit.
1: And so she was saying, too, she gets into this place of, yeah, deceit. And I was like, what are you talking about? But any type of manipulation of our emotions, um, stuffing of our emotions, um, ignoring of our emotions, the casting aside of our emotions was usually done to keep a, sadly, parent so often in so many homes from an outburst or from a punishment or from abusive behavior. Like, I am sorry to use that word repeatedly, but both you and I, I mean, I will speak only of our stories. It was abusive behavior. D- did they do the best they could do? Did they not have other tools? Yes. I am not. Please don't hear me. I don't, I am not like, I don't know. They, whatever. it is We're not it pulling is. out the victim card. No, it's what it no, is. it's just what it is. And it's actually what she's saying, more helpful to differentiate between exactly what was going on because... In order to love more fully as grown adults, it's far better to realize where we are still practicing deceit, mm-hmm. which ironically is exactly what you're working on right
0: now. Not uh, deceit, but... No,
1: no, no, no. Of, of letting anger, things move up rage, through you yeah. and, and looking at them. I feel uh-huh. like I get to watch you kind of like taking these things out and looking at them with like a magnifying glass.
0: Yeah. Like, where's this coming from? It's been It's been really interesting the last like week or two because i've been pissing people off (laughs) like my best friends i've been i've been just like i've been saying things that and then even like guys at the golf course i go like why did i say that really like like these little jabs Mm. yeah
1: i wonder if it's kind of coming free right like if we were going to shake something loose what's i don't know a good analogy like kind of like let out the retaining wall Like things are going to fall.
0: It reminds me of – I don't – I've never smoked cigarettes, but they say people that have smoked for 10, 20 years and then say if they have a little extra body fat and they're losing a bunch of weight, they'll – as their body fat is passing through their body, however it does, they'll get sensations of the taste of cigarettes, the taste of nicotine, things like that, where it's rising or it's leaving or something like that. So – yeah, that's the—that's what I like to think of when I'm when these things are coming up, like these arguments mm-hmm. that I'm having with people. That it's it's one sided. Mm-hmm. I had an issue with one of my best friends in the world, mm-hmm. where it wasn't an issue. It was an issue for me in my mind because I went to. Interestingly enough, I went to the place of martyrdom and victimhood, which I rarely go to, where it's like oh, I'm being generous, but now I'm not receiving Mm -hmm. generosity. And now I'm starting to tally. And now I'm having these like, oh, you did this. And it's like, it's all Mm one-sided. So I've had to really shut that shit down in my mind. And then a good technique, it's, uh, I've been using, no, no, it's solved. Yeah, yeah. With the information that you have up to this point, it's solved. I had an issue with another buddy where there was a misunderstanding through text, <laughs> and so it's like, okay, you 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 owned it. You said, "Hey, sorry about the miscommunication, my bad," mm-hmm. and then he hasn't he hasn't texted back yet. Mm-hmm. But up until this point, I'm just having to say, "Oh, it's solved."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When I want to go back mm-hmm. and like, you know, uh, like uh, set up my chess pieces or something, yeah. like this is how I'm going to get him or this is how I'm going to oh. win. Interesting. And it's like no, no, no. It's solved with the information that you have right now, and then just wait for the ball to be returned over the net, and then we can continue. But I don't. I just don't want to be right. I don't want to be right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I just want to like come mm-hmm. back to a homeostasis, mm-hmm. and I don't want to uh, add more f- like flames to the fire mm-hmm. or, or I don't know kindling to the fire. Whatever fucking analogy. Yeah. What so. Is <laughs>
1: Air, wind. Anyway. Yeah, so that's reminding me of this thing that we've never talked about on here, but I work with a bunch of clients on, this thing called the drama triangle. Mm-hmm. And this researcher studied, yeah, how we all react in conflict, always shockingly goes back to childhood again, right? Your mother would make you the victim, whether you wanted to or not, right? She would make it, sh- yeah, so basically- I'm not sure about that. Okay, the, I don't to, I don't okay. Know. so there's three roles in this drama triangle, the rescuer. The judge and the victim, um, and we will often, in our own mind, play all three,
0: yeah, I, I, yeah, I get yeah. that,
1: yeah, and I feel like that's what you were doing, right, and but that's fascinating that I love what you were saying of like kind of behind the scenes, you're like your tendency is to want to set up those chess pieces, that's really fascinating, like, mm-hmm. what will my next move be <laughs> when there might not be another move, it might be already done,
0: yeah, or it's. Or it's, yeah, it's done for now. Yeah. So you can move on thinking about other things. Dumbass.
1: Yeah. So neat. I love the, I told you this last night, this concept of your affirmation or your mantra for this season of growth being it is solved. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And with the information that mm -hmm. I currently
0: have, it's solved. Mm -hmm. I can move on.
1: My clients and I talk about this all the time because once we've labeled and identified, once we've found an origin of something, we have identified, okay, this is why I do what I do. What What is the next step? A lot of us can be like, ah, what is the next step? And the next step, according to this book and so many of the other authors I read, is affirmations and mantras. And this author's like, I resisted it for years. I was like, that's so stupid. I get it. I'm not making mantras. Have you ever felt that way?
0: Oh, yeah. They're corny as shit sometimes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. But to replace the voice, we've got to have something else. We do. And I wish that all of us could have, like, loving parents, just like in our house, like, good morning, <laughs> right? Like, you are going to have a great day. But, yeah, sometimes we need to give that to ourselves. And so... Yours seems like such a loving parental statement of, it's solved. There's nothing more to do. There's nothing more to do. You got this. Move on. Move
0: yeah. on. And... Such a mature statement. Such a mature statement. So mature. hmm
1: Can we talk about...
0: Yes. Speaking of... Yeah, we can talk about things on this. Yes. <laughs> With our microphones. The yes. two
1: instances recently... Sure. ...where, yeah, I was on the receiving end
0: of these... Sure, yeah. ...judgments. Go ahead.
1: Um, the more recent was, so gentle audience, I am a musical theater performer and (laughs) I strained a hamstring last year and it's been like a year of trying to rehab it and I thought I was doing the best I could do. And Trey has many, many tools in his tool belt that I absolutely could have gone to him for and chose not to. Out of my own pride, I am sure.
0: When it comes to like exercising or when it comes to like like stretches uh and stuff like that.
1: Because he's been saying, it's not really your hamstring. I think it's your psoas. I think it's your front body. I think it's your front body. And I've been like, "Mm mm-hmm. So anyway, I've been doing my own thing for about a year under the guidance of the people at my gym, but still not really seeking outside counsel. So I went to somebody this past Thursday on my work occasion, and they gave me a couple exercises. And being the Enneagram three that I am. I've been doing my exercises regularly and I was doing them the other night. And all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. I, I was kind of like bragging on my exercises. And then the next thing I know, you're saying, are you doing the recommended amount? Something popped and you were, yeah, what was going on in your head? All I felt was like, all of a sudden critique these exercises yeah. that I was doing. But what was going on in your body? Well, that was accurate. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was I was critiquing and judging where in my mind, as soon as I heard that click, which was your pelvis kind of popping back mm-hmm. into place, mm-hmm. in my mind it went to she's overdoing it, she's ac- she's like stretching too much, she, now she's like bothering her thing or her, her body part. And then it went to like critical, like parent of like, are, are you know, are you doing this wrong? Have you, how many sets have you done? Things like this. Um, so yeah, it was just yeah, you got some, you got some criticism from me. Yeah, without me asking questions, without me going, hey, was that a good pop? Do you feel relief? Do you feel better? How's it going? I could have been a supportive partner instead of like me, me, me. So. And then I I owned it.
1: You did. You owned it so quickly. And what was so funny, though, is sometimes these conversations of ours are almost like out-of-body experiences because I can feel myself, and I think I shared this with you, like immediately go to bad child, right? Mm -hmm. Like disobedient daughter. And all of these emotions start welling up in me. And y'all, the growth process is insane because... I, it's like my body wants to go there. Those are the familiar responses. So like instead I'm like, it's like trying to hold back a wall. I was like, this is what this is doing in my body.
0: And when you tell me that, like in my mind it goes, ooh, not good. Yeah. You need to change course tray. Yeah. Because I don't want you to go back to childhood. Uh -uh. And then I don't want to deflect off of that or belittle Mm -hmm. that feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't under, I don't understand it necessarily, Mm -mm. but I do understand it. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think it is so critical. I saw literally like a, a Instagram reel about this. It is so critical in those moments, yes, that you do not receive that as criticism of what you did. It, it When one partner kind of like expresses, ah, oh, this is my hurt. It is not pointing a finger. It is not. It is simply saying these are wounds from my past that are coming up right now. And then we have an opportunity, right? If if you had really... And I think I said to you, could you share with me what a change in behavior would provide instead? Is there something that I could provide for you? Are you fearful?
0: You asked... Yeah, you asked me like, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah. Because
0: <laughs> I wasn't sharing what I was thinking. No. I was sharing, you shouldn't be doing that yeah. to an extent. You asked me like, hey, what are you thinking? And then I got to share with you my concerns that you're hurting mm-hmm. yourself, which goes back to... I'm your protector provider.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then it, it probably touches on my ego too. It's like, okay, now that you've seeked an expert, mm-hmm. and now you have mm-hmm. your cool oh, floor I'm movements. sure, yeah. Which, you know, mine are better, by the way. <laughs> That's so, literally
1: what you said. You, have, you know, didn't say anything I, about- I looked
0: at the sheet, I go, I have better shit than this. <laughs> literally I know did. exactly what like you're trying to do. I have better stuff than this. And um, so it touched on all those things and- but it's what it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, yeah, you asked, you, you, you seek clarification. Sought. Sucked. Excuse me?
1: <laughs>
0: sought. That's what I said. And, um, yeah, we got to solve it in 45 seconds to a minute. Yeah. Where then we got back to homeostasis, mm-hmm. where I'd ping something in you. Mm-hmm. And then you shared, like, hey, you pinged something in me. Mm-hmm. Then I go, oh, I don't. I don't Mm -hmm. want to ping something in you. Then we got to share what was going on in each other's mind grapes. And then I own my behavior. Yeah, you did. I own my words, which were critical. Yeah. They weren't constructive. Yeah.
1: Is it hard? Is it hard to own those words? Is that like a practice? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah,
0: I don't think my ego is my friend. And I
1: think what's and interesting is you know, it like, wasn't intentional. It's not my way you were not trying work. to harm me.
0: No, I was trying to do the opposite, mm-hmm. which I bet a lot of people run into. A
1: That's lot kind of, of the what time. I wanted. Why I wanted to bring it up because I I don't think many of us are like out there trying to be critical jerks.
0: No, we're we're in the we're trying to help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot and, of bad shit happens with the intention of yeah. hey, we're just trying to help. Yes.
1: Yeah. Can we share about the one, the time, like, must have been the morning or the day before that, too? Because I think what is interesting about this is what you were saying earlier, kind of the shedding, right? As as you are working on anger, rage, working these things through you, going to different responses, things are shedding off your body, <laughs> things yeah. that actually have never been privy to before. Hmm. Um, and I think it's actually a sign of growth. I think it's a sign of growth. fucking that these, better be. These things are right this up is at the top. not fun. <laughs> right up at the top. So Saturday morning, we're in bed, and I've spent two days meeting with my CEO, CFO, COO. And I think I'm sharing some of the great things, some of the different things I'm brainstorming. <laughs>
0: and then... You're problem solving. In bed, you're problem solving where it was uh, Intern Holland. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Shout out. Shout out. And uh, you were saying, like, how, how do we get her paid? And, like, what different, like, methods mm-hmm. of paying her.
1: And when I say we, I mean me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, like the family, the family business. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I just mean, I I wasn't, do you think I was asking questions at that time? This is you interesting. You were going through options. We just had. We had. So you were going through
0: <laughs> options. And <laughs> what I said is, like, you can, this is an option as well. And then, and I go, pay under the table. Like, send her a Venmo. Mm-hmm. And you, and you rolled your eyes at it. Like you come up that, that reaction right there. Yeah. Right there. And, and I literally said, I go, well, it's just an option, babe. (laughs) Like literally my whole body is claiming again. Cool. You can do whatever you want to. You're the CEO and the CFO and all that things, but it's just presenting another option. Did you ask me to present you with options? No. No. Uh Uh-uh. Why does it make your body go like that? You have full autonomy over your own business. Why does it? Right. Yeah. Why does it? Anyway, so it was that reaction, and then I just go, oh, "It's just an option," and then I said, "Well, like the, you know, this is very common. You can you can do it this mm-hmm. way," and then it was it like it was an eye roll, mm-hmm. and then I, in my body, it's like okay. A, you didn't, I don't, you know what it was? Did did you invite me? You invited me into the discussion, but you didn't invite me. Like, you didn't solicit me for advice.
1: And that's what we ended up talking about afterwards, yeah. 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 Is that you, and we've talked about this on our Projector Generator podcast episode something. Go back and look. (laughs) I can try to link it up here. Um, That projectors have just this these zingers of wisdom. And so often you will have some insight that if invited in, right, they are to wait for the invitation. It can be this like, ah, moment. For instance, audience, I am now like sitting on a pillow and like kind of leaning forward because I used to get headaches after doing these podcasts. And I said to you one morning, hey, I get headaches after I do the podcast every single time. <laughs> is there anything I can do before I even had gotten that invitation out? You said, well, it's because you're sitting back and you lean your neck forward. Yeah, that in. chair fucking sucks. So. <laughs> and because you are so aware of those types of things. So with an invitation that my heart is open to, boom. Wow. Amazing. Wow. Wow. When it's not, you can ask any projector ever. When they... Issue advice, suggestions, yada yada. Without the invitation, it is often met with like I literally bet you could ask other projectors and they've been like, Oh yeah, I felt eye rolls before. Mm-hmm. And then it leads to them feeling silly and stupid, which is literally what the words you shared with me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it and left I was so Making sorry.
0: me feel silly where it was it was almost a throwaway comment. Yeah. Where there's no there's no weight what I'm saying has no weight or bearing on anything. Right. It's it's another, I don't know, whatever. You, it's just another way you could go. Mm-hmm. And you you of course have full autonomy over your business, especially something like that. Mm-hmm. And so but it left me feeling silly and then I didn't get invited really reading through the line or fucking analogies today. Now, I'm starting to get frustrated.
1: <laughs> Don't get right. Yeah.
0: So, um yeah, I didn't get invited in. Yeah. I guess, but it was it was the morning. I think we woke within 5 minutes you were you were talking about work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and you were just talking. Like, and I could have asked, "Do you want my advice or do you want me just to listen?"
1: Yeah. Which is hilarious because on the previous podcast we just talked about that phrase and mm-hmm. I'm sure. I am certain. Because I was like living in the thoughts. Yeah, you
0: that you were fire hosing.
1: I'm sure. Yeah. It felt like a fire hose. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> it's not a bad thing, honey. <laughs> yeah. That's how we get shit done.
1: Yeah. And I think, again, it those little things are fascinating to watch because so much of it has less to do about the person in front of us, more to do about all of the things we bring from the past because immediately it went to business practices of other businesses I've worked for and things that were, yeah, deceitful and that I didn't mm-hmm. like and that go against my ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's never what you were asking me to do. Never at all. Um, and I, and again, you weren't asking me to do anything. You were presenting an idea But my lovely upbringing of, like, man is the head of household, right? I am still undoing these whole, like, thinking traps Mm -hmm. of just because he has a penis, he has more authority in Mm -hmm. this thing, which is not anything you've ever said. Yeah, it's
0: not how the house operates. It is
1: not how the house operates. And, And still, and still, I am unraveling those little bits and pieces. And they come up sometimes, especially when it's entrenched in trying to like be Baby if we're going to gonna do it
0: that way you can't roll your eyes at this authoritative penis. <laughs> you can't be you can't be marginalizing my authoritative penis. <laughs>
1: That's what we should call it now. Anyway, it was it was a sticky moment. It was a really sticky moment in and what's so funny about those things too is that what was going through my mind and I know we need to wrap this up is oh, I wanted a fun Saturday in bed, right? So then also it starts to get to all of those other things right sure yeah and i now this is all lost and blah 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 but it wasn't no
0: we we solved it Mm -hmm. where you checked in with me and you go i feel like we're a little disconnected right now Mm -hmm. and um we were because i felt silly for opening my mouth
1: yeah, no, yeah, we don't, and we don't have a relationship like that, right? No, we don't. Which uh-uh. is really beautiful is that when those things happen, we usually we'll mention it like the energy feels blocked sure, or stunted. Yeah. We'll You're usually say something. You're the first to mention it. Like, yeah. ooh, something's not flowing mm-hmm. right here, which usually means one of us has like hurt the feelings mm-hmm. of somebody else. And it's like I always say, <laughs> Alison Armstrong says it's like right here, like, mm. mm-hmm. like, like it's like i vul- We are vulnerable to each other. It's a place of like mm-hmm. exposed most of the time. So when one of us gets our feelings hurt, it's almost as if the energy is like. Shh. Yeah. Um. So it is neat to touch into that, and I shared with you, I don't ever want you to feel silly. Um, mm-hmm. that breaks my heart that I would make my partner feel small with a mannerism of mine. That that's mean. That is mm-hmm. mean spiritedness. Better for me to say, hey, my bad. I made it seem like I was like asking for suggestions right now. I know my heart's in a vulnerable place. We probably should change the subject. Um, I'm still in brainstorming. I I need to make this decision as a healing move for myself. Yeah, I, I could have communicated better instead of making you feel small. And I'm still very sorry about that.
0: I hope you enjoyed listening to our big-time problems.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, so all of this has got me thinking, to wrap this up, about this cathexis and cathect terms. Mm-hmm. And I will be diving in more deeply because...
0: Cathexis? Yeah. Sounds like one of those drugs that they advertise on TV. Skyris ARF. Yeah, ask about cathexis next time mm-hmm. you see your doctor.
1: Are okay. you Are you being... Loved inadequately, it could be (laughs) cathexis. Love you, honey. Love you, baby. Just a reminder that this podcast is our opinions and our opinions only. We like to view this as a how we podcast, not a how-to podcast. It would mean the world to me, maybe him, if we liked, if you liked and subscribed and share this with your friends. If you are interested in digging into things like cathexis or Things like the drama triangle, please feel free to schedule a free 15-minute consult with me. You can do that by going to sexedforyoucom dot forward slash free consult. Can I
0: add, you, you can't schedule a 15-minute consult. I don't want to talk to any of you.
1: <laughs> it's still funny when you see people on the streets and they're like, i then on the podcast. And you're like, your whole body is like, what? That hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But not with the podcast. Not where somebody's seen you. <gasps> somebody's I'm seen editing me- all of this I out. meant to talk about I'm editing that. all of this out. I got Goodbye. to meet a listener from the Goodbye. Tennessee's. You want to talk about it?
0: No. no? Bye.